Hello from the members of First United Methodist Church in Royce City. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We hope you find it meaningful and relevant. You're invited to join us for worship anytime, and you can learn more about our worship options, location, and small group opportunities by visiting our website, fumcroycecity.org. Today, we hear from our pastor, Reverend Chris Everson. May God bless you as you listen to His Word proclaimed. Oh God, we rely on you to give us strength. We rely on you to to guide us and lead us, even in the midst of uncertainty. When we don't see a way, Lord, we know that you provide a way for us. When we wonder how we should move forward, God, we, we, we stop and we listen. And then we hear your voice. So, God, that is what I ask for right now. I, I pray that you just let the words of my mouth and the meditation of each heart here be pleasing in your sight. O oh Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. Amen. So we are here on the last Sunday of our stewardship celebration. And y'all, I celebrate big time. I, I, I celebrate the work that we have done over the past nine months and through the year uh, of 2020. As I said during the first sermon of this series, you know, when, when January 2020 rolled around, we had way different ideas of what we would be doing right now. But honestly, as I stand here and I look back on all of 2020, I, I see God working and moving in just amazing ways. I think about uh, the sermon series that we've had over the past year. And hopefully, through the sermons that we've had, either through guests or, or, or through me, it helped us to see exactly who it is that we worship. The importance of, of, of having a, a high Christology of understanding that, that all that we do right here is because of Jesus and, and, and what Jesus has done for each and every one of us. And we, we talked about the importance of the Holy Spirit this year. And, and I feel the power of the Holy Spirit really moving through the life of our church in ways that, that I have not felt before in my life. And then we had the series on, on what, what catechesis is, taking a look at, at, at certain prayers and creeds and, and actions that we do as a church to hopefully grasp the importance of those, those sacraments, of those prayers, of those creeds. So, so they internalize inside of us and make it as a, a full, important way of expressing our faith, expressing our faith in our hearts, expressing our faith to one another, expressing our faith to the community around us so that Jesus Christ may be proclaimed. 
All that we do would not be possible if it weren't for the love and grace of Jesus Christ. So we're finishing up this year before we begin the season of Advent with this stewardship celebration. And the scripture that I wanted us to focus on today is one from 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 11, and we'll see the words on the screen. Paul writes, You will be enriched in every way so that you can be generous on every occasion. And through us, your generosity will result in thanksgiving to God. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. You will be enriched in every way so that you can be generous on every occasion. Every occasion. Not, not just moments here or there, but every single moment of your life will be filled with generosity. My friends, that's what the gospel does. The gospel gives us the opportunity to be enriched in every way so that we share God's love with those around us. You know, one of the things that I've said since my first year here in Royce City is that we have, ha we have let me make sure I say that correctly, we have a generous congregation. If you may remember at one time, what we talked about Royce City First United Methodist Church being a poor little church. When I got here, we were doing uh, this HCI, Healthy Church Initiative, uh, and, and there was a survey that uh, the congregation filled out. And one of the things that they said in that survey was that we are a poor church. And I remember uh, George uh, Fisk and other uh, consultants that came in, they, they looked at everything, and they said, y'all aren't poor at all. You all are, are, are a generous church, and you do so much that you just don't see it. And that's why I like doing these, these stewardship celebrations because I want you to see what it is you do as a church to share the generosity and love of Jesus Christ. You as a church have been generous on every occasion. You as a church have, have provided ways for the love and grace of Jesus Christ to be spread throughout this community and throughout the world. And it has made a difference. So I just wanted to give you some of the ways here in 2020, just, just talking the financial aspect of stuff, how you have been generous to the church and to our community. During this season of COVID, you have been able to pay the entire staff. Not, not one single break, not, not one single furlough or anything. We were able to take care of even our part-time workers that take care of our smallest disciples. 
through this season of COVID, we have been able to upgrade how we do worship online. I don't know if you know this or not, but when we started 2020, actually, let me go back to, to the beginning of 2019, Tracy and I, we upgraded our iPhones for Christmas. That was, that was our Christmas gift this year. And then I had this, this little dinky tripod in my office. It's not, not the one that I got from the birds for, uh, for um, vacation Bible school, but it, it was just this little tiny tripod. I think Cheryl Odette might remember it. The, the little clip just would fall and everything, and it was really hard to get the phone on there. We would stick it back in the back, and it was there, and we would call up Facebook Live, and, and we just had over-the-air sound, you know, the sound that was picked up in the sanctuary, and that was it. We still had that at the beginning of 2020. We, we improved it a little bit by uh, the, 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 the Parkers. They, they found a way to tie it into the uh, soundboard, so you actually got good sound. But I remember I actually looked uh, yesterday. It had this Batman look to it, like, you know, the Batman villains. There, there was always a tilt to it. And then, starting in January, we were able to upgrade to where we could have the screens on with, the, uh, with what was going on here. And then in May, we finally got uh, this, the camera that we have here kind of closer right now, so it's a closer view. We had that, and we're using a different program to have the words on the screen, so it, it made a, a better uh, presentation of, of what we are doing here. And, you know... That is because of your generous generosity that we were able to do that, and the generosity of our volunteers that make it happen every single Sunday. Through this season of COVID, we've been able to take care of some heating and AC upgrades in the Family Life Center and our daily bread. And finally, through this season of COVID, as a church, we have been able to keep our commitment to our annual conference and to the worldwide United Methodist denomination by paying our apportionments in full. And if you're not familiar with apportionment, is, it's a way that we help support the mission and ministry of our annual conference and the worldwide denomination. Some people don't like it, but... We do it because we are a connected church and we do ministry together. See, we are a generous church and it's because of you, of what you do. You know, we continue to talk about our, our missions and our daily bread and the Crooked House ministry. We talked about that last year, but, but something else that we've done above and beyond is that we have partnered with Royce City ISD to help make sure children have their, their lunch debts paid off so that they may have a healthy, nutritious lunch instead of a bread and cheese and maybe a slice of turkey sandwich. Last year, we paid over $3,500 to wipe out those free and reduced meal debts for students. And that's something that we will continue to do with this year's Christmas Eve offering. Even though we're going to be doing Christmas Eve offering and the Christmas Eve services differently this year, we will still take up an offering so that we can help students in our community. 
have nutritious meals because y'all know, especially in this year, that's the last thing our kids need to be worried about, whether or not they will have a healthy meal while they are at school. But see, we look at this, and we see how, as a church, we have been generous through every occasion. And we don't do this to, to be showy or, or to make ourselves look better. We do it to give thanks to God in all that we do. We do it so that we proclaim the gospel to the world around us so that others may see God's love and mercy in a tangible way so that they may be attracted to the gospel and they may see, say, I want to be a part of that. I, I want the love and grace of Jesus Christ to be filled in me so that I may then respond in love to my neighbor. I think it's important to say, we don't do these things to earn anything. We can't. It is a free gift that God has given us, but we respond in ways so others may be blessed by who God is through us. There's another way that this congregation has shown generosity over the past year, and is with time. Somebody has said that if you really want to see what is important in somebody's life, take a look at their wallet and take a look at their calendar. How they spend their money and how they spend their time, that is how you see what is important to someone. I think also if you take a look at somebody's wallet and you take a look at somebody's calendar, you can see how they can be generosity to the world around them. But my friends, through your generosity of time, we were able to do stuff like this. When I first volunteered to be a partner with a senior in our church, I'd never met Fran before. So when I called and introduced myself to Fran, we, we hit it off from the start. We had a very long visit and she has been a, a world of information for me. She told me so much about the history of Royce City and the history about our church. Uh, we also have a lot in common. She is very close to her family who takes wonderful care of her. And recently, my sister had back surgery, and I shared this with her, and then how concerned I was. And Fran was my cheerleader. She's the one that said, you always fight, you never give up. So I took that to heart from my sister, and uh, I am thankful that Fran was there for me that day. So instead of me being a blessing to Fran, like I'd hoped when I started this, she's been a blessing to me. And I hope she knows that this isn't a partnership, this is a friendship and I will always be there for her. Thank you, Fran, and I love you. I'm 
one of the things as your pastor that I've been worried about is that while we are distanced, while, while we aren't doing things online or while we don't have everybody coming through the office as much as they have in the past, that we lose connection with one another. I am thankful that we have had several volunteers who have taken the opportunity to make phone calls during this COVID period. And that, that, just, that just was time there. there. There was no finance involved with that at all. But then I knew that we had seniors in our congregation that were alone. And I didn't want them to think that their church has forgotten them. So we pulled together as a staff a, a list of some of our seniors who we know that aren't, aren't connected really well in, in, in the community or have people that will always check on them. But we wanted to make sure that, that somebody took the opportunity to call them periodically and to see how they were doing. And, and my friends, the, the outpouring of love that has happened through that is just amazing. Not only with, with Joni's stories, I've, I've heard of other uh, church members who have been reaching out to seniors to say how they were blessed with the opportunity to talk with uh, somebody who, 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 who grew up in this church, somebody who was always a part of this church. I heard stories of, of men going to some of our seniors' homes and, and taking care of, of branches that are hanging on top of, of their roofs and, and, and trimming those away, much to the chagrin of the senior that lived there because they didn't need to be doing that, but they did anyway. I heard uh, of stories about, like Joni was saying, how a senior helped them through a difficult time in the midst of this pandemic. And I've heard stories of profound loss when somebody who was reaching out to a senior lost to that senior to death. But they, they cherish the several months that they had talking with that senior. See, that is what generosity is all about. It, it, it's not about money. It's about having the opportunity to give thanks to God for all that God has given us. So we're concluding this series with that thought. Generosity is not about finances. Generosity, <laughs> generosity my, my phone just went off over there for some reason. Generosity is not about finances. Generosity is about being thankful for what God has given each and every one of us. So, your spiritual practice for this week, two things. If you haven't already, please take a moment to uh, fill out your, your stewardship cards and, and, and bring those in. But also, this week of Thanksgiving, I invite you to go to social media and start using again the hashtag first give thanks. We did this a couple of years ago and I post every once in a while with this hashtag. But let's show the world what it is that we are thankful for. Let's show the world that, that we know that God has given us so much and he allows us the opportunity to be generous on every occasion because he was so generous 
to us by giving us his son, Jesus Christ, to die for us so that we may have life and life abundantly. Let's share those things that we first give thanks for because God first loved us. Let us pray. Oh God, we thank you for the blessings that you have given us. We thank you that, that you have made a way for us, that you fill us with the gift of your Holy Spirit. So Lord, as we move closer to the celebration of Thanksgiving, and while this Thanksgiving may look totally different than what we have done in the past, help us to stop, help us to pause, and help us to first give thanks that you have given us an opportunity to proclaim Christ through our generosity so that more and more people may come and know the love and grace of Jesus Christ through your people, the church. So God, we lift these prayers up to you. In the name of the one who loves us and cares for us, Jesus our Lord. Amen.